USA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. back thought i'd play some soothing music this Aww. morning since it is uh it is tax time please <laughs> have with us i imagine that you're kind of busy at this point we are really busy you know it's, <laughs> it's really been busy very busy all year really uh yeah it's never it started once it started in it's just not let up this year and i think it's going to be that way to the end of the year because you know, this year we don't have any extension. It's they, they haven't extended our area past the April eighteenth date. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So okay. Now, wasn't it used to be the fifteenth of the? Well, it's the fifteenth unless it falls like on a Friday or oh, okay. Saturday, right. and so that's why All we right. go to the eighteenth this year. So you know, that's like a month away. Yeah, I know. So. It's coming up fast. Yeah. Um, so April eighteenth, last day, and that's for. Your personal income taxes. Personal income taxes. Corporations and partnerships should already be filed or have a good extension in place. And the thing about personal returns is that's where your taxes do. So if you have a refund, you can file an extension and not have any problems. But if you owe, it isn't an extension to pay. It's just an extension to file. <laughs> they want you to send the money you owe by that deadline. So. I'm sure they do. <laughs> You'd be better off to, uh, really, if you can get your return done, you'd be better off just to file your return. Sure. Yes. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so anyway, April 18th is a date to remember this right. year. Um, now, how about stock? Um, uh, before we go on. Oh, okay. Hey, the HSAs, though, if you're okay. paying a contribution into HSA or to an IRA, that has to be done by April 15th. Oh, okay. So that's just a couple days earlier. That's kind of confusing that it has a different deadline than the other. They give you any reason why that is? Um, well, I, maybe a processing issue for oh, all the okay. banks and yeah. that that gives them a day or two to get it through before the deadline. Okay. Um, how about st uh, stocks? Uh, do you have to turn in uh, if you sell that? Um, yeah. Well, a lot of people think that if I don't take the money out and it's reinvested, I didn't really get any money. And the truth of the matter is, if anything is sold or traded, however you want to call it, then you've got to sell a stock. And it doesn't matter if you take the cash or if it's reinvested. So that has to go on a Schedule D, and you have to know your basis. For most of the stock that's being bought currently, um, there's, everybody's required to keep a basis calculation for you. Um, if you had bought stock back when you and I were younger... <laughs> They didn't make you do it then, so hopefully you've kept been, uh, kept that information. And if you inherited the stock at date of death, under current rules, you'd get the stepped-up basis on the date of death of that person. Mm, so I, there's a lot of different rules on how to come up with things. i got to say, when they recorded stock in my day, it, it was done on stone tablets. So, uh, <laughs> I, uh, oh, you must be way older oh, than me. <laughs> I am extremely old, uh, honestly. Uh, but I didn't know that, that if you... I mean, in my mind, I don't know anything about stocks anyway. So I just kind of hand that off to somebody and trust them to take care of all right. the buying and selling. I didn't realize I had to know for tax purposes. Right. Well, and there's, you know, so your brokers are pretty good at informing you about that stuff. If you're, yeah. you got to be able to understand what they're telling you. Right. Um, but a lot of people are doing some of these different apps now that you can do. Oh, yeah. Like a Robinhood app yep. or something like that. And so 
people don't realize if I'm trading, if I, if I put money in there and buy stock with it, then I'm spending it during the year. I've actually got stock sales as I spend that back out. So um, be careful to look in there. Make sure there's no tax forms that you have to file with your tax return, have even you, on those apps. Have you run across, because it seems to me it's a similar kind of thing, the Bitcoin thing. Is it yeah, the same? Yeah. Robinhood app is a Bitcoin okay. and virtual currency is in there. So, Yeah. All kind of same thing there. <laughs> so if you're buying and selling that currency, you still got to keep right. track of it. And if you're foreign currency in that, there's some special things you may want to look at too. So there's people out there doing that well, today. And that's the thing. I think it's much more common. Um, oh, much the more bit common. Bitcoin you hardly ever heard of before, and now it's become a, like a, a everyday word, everyday right. thing. Right. Virtual currency is now here with us to stay, I think. <laughs> Uh, and the thing to remember is if you're trading in there, that's it's going to still give you stock sales just like anything else uh, as you buy and trade your, your Bitcoin at different values and or any virtual currency that you might be doing. So you need to be going to look to see if you had any growth in your information that you right. had and if there's a sale in there. And if you go spend it, that's the same as if you had a sale. Okay, there you go. Um, all right, IRS accounts. I know you mentioned it before we have a commercial on urging people to get one. Why would you you need one and how do you set one so up? So there's been some really nice things about them. With these stimulus payments, it lets you see if you got the stimulus payments in there. I don't agree I got the stimulus payment. Well, then you go to your bank and you cross-check your bank. Right. And what you generally find out is just, yes, you did get that stimulus payment. You just don't remember getting it. Um so it, it also tells you your activity of your return, what's going on there. And so you can kind of get a look back. So the good thing about that for identity theft purposes is if I've got an IRS account and I go in there and I see a W-2 from California and I'm living in Indiana or, right. you know, that's a good tip off somebody's using my identity. So to know that I can look at that and see it's only my activity I see in here is just one more way we can make sure identity is... Um, taken care of and protected. And I think we're going to see more and more come out of these IRS accounts that they're wanting us to do. Now, that's funny that you met the other day, and I, it's a security issue uh, as well, is that I got a text saying, hey, you know, we still have your st stimulus check. You know, it's the IRS, yeah. can you get a hold of us and we'll get that to you. Yeah, and I'm like, that's fake. That's <laughs> it's 100% fake. And I, totally fake. the minute I saw it, I'm like, now, wait a minute. I Now, the IRS does not text you, <laughs> nor do they call you, nor do they, and we, or nor do they email you. And so if you get any of those calls, just hang up on those people. Yeah. Do not talk with them. Yeah. Um, and we get questions on that quite a bit. Because some of them sound quite convincing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm the IRS and you owe, and you better give me a check right now. Let me draft it from your account while we're talking. Oh, yeah. IRS does not do that. They send you letters. Right. And if you're a married couple, they send both husband and wife a letter because there was a court case years ago where the wife was throwing the mail away. Okay, and yeah. And the husband said he didn't know. They owed a large sum of money, and right. so he was trying to get out of penalties. I'm pretty sure you probably did know but so now that's why everybody gets both husband and wife will get a notice yeah and i and I, I know that several years ago you came in and talked about this i never realized that people steal your income tax returns now yeah. i figured out a way to scam you on that oh too. yeah there's a whole big business out there going on in that that's just amazing and that's part right? of the reason why they're cross-checking kids 
are people claiming kids that they shouldn't really have the right to claim. Right. And that's why uh, when you come into our offices, we are, we're held to a higher standard and have to do due diligence on whose child is this? Is it your brothers or your sisters? Right. You know, why wasn't that brother or sister? Did they live with you? Did they not live with you? Did, how long did the child live with you? And we really have to account for all of that when we're doing the right. tax return because of the fraud of people claiming kids that just aren't theirs to claim. I think that's probably the most confusing thing to me is who gets the kids, especially if they aren't, uh, the parents aren't living together or whatever. It, it, it's a... It's a physical yeah, custody. Whoever, yeah. has the, the, whoever the physical custodial parent is, and everybody wants to come in and say, well, we're joint custody, but usually one of them is listed as physical. Okay. And, and if you're paying support, it's a good tip off. You're probably not the custodial parent. Right. You're the one that is um, paying support. So unless it's written up in a divorce decree and the social security number is listed there, if you're not the one that has physical uh, custody, uh, then you're going to have to have an 8332 signed off on the other parent. So that you can claim that child. Oh, that just okay. And one last thing on the kids, though. I mean, um, a few years ago we went through this. I have some in college, and so there is there some kind of a stipulation? Because when I was in school, I always tried to get my parents to to let me be independent and not on theirs because I got a bigger break from the school. Right. But I did live at home technically enough time. To qualify, so, so I, I don't know. While while you're a stu full-time student, you are considered for most people as a resident of your parents, right? And your FAFSA forms and everything else are filed with you being with your parents, right? So there was a few that had like juniors or seniors that were really out there helping support themselves. That the last two years have kind of put the kids out on their own because of the stimulus payments, right? At this point, there's no stimulus payments out on the on the horizon that we can see. And oftentimes, the college credits that you can get if you're paying the tuition, and mom and dad are helping in any way on that or co-signing co on those notes, then mom and dad really have the right to right. claim that child and probably will get bigger refunds than those that um, than the child would get anyway. So that's where they want to do it. Okay, very good. Uh, how about changes in the child tax credit? Uh, well, next year, so they added extra money this year to help put more money out into the um, economy. Right. So at this point, there's no advance looking at, and they're going to drop that back down to $2,000 next year. So people should expect a little bit of a decrease in their uh, refunds next year because of that if you have children. Okay. You and I will be safe. <laughs> yeah, I'll be plenty safe on that. My own, my my kids will probably be coming to see you. They got some tax situations because I know one of them is trading a little bit of Bitcoin. So I'm sure that they he's, need to be yeah. looking at that. Yeah. We also double we do uh, second looks for free, so they can come out if they've tried it. <laughs> Very good. Uh, w4. Something has changed on yeah, this. Yeah. So it used to be the old W4 said single, married, or married at the higher single rate, and I want one exemption, two exemptions, three. Right. And so people commonly come into our office and they're still talking about this W-4 that ha has been around like all my lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And like two years ago, they changed that. And now it says single and married up at the top. And then it has some boxes down below that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And you look at it and it's just really overwhelming. And my comment is it, that form is set up <clears throat> to make you come to zero refund. So if you like a three to $5,000 refund and you fill that form out and you're not careful on how you're filling it out, you're going to end up being zero if you're single 
if you're married and you both fill out a new one, you could end up owing a boatload. Wow. So I would encourage you, you know, if you're our client, bring in your paycheck subs, let's check on. If you're not our client, bring in your last year's return, let's do a free second look and say, hey, here's my check subs. Could you help me with my W-4? Right. And we'd be glad to do that. Now, if you had one, then you haven't changed employment. You may very well be okay. Okay. And some employers are still using the old one, but I expect that to soon dry out so that everybody's using the new one. Just And more people than you know will change jobs more than once during the year. Right. So if I'm changing jobs every time, you need to keep in mind, I need to keep every last paycheck stub from every job, you know, in order to make, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, well, I don't have my first job I worked this year. I said, well, then your estimate's going to be wrong. Yeah. Because you've got wages out here that we have no clue what the withholding are going to be on. So we can't give you an accurate estimate. You need to go grab hold of that last paycheck stub so that we can look at the whole picture when we're trying to figure out what's going on. Now, you mentioned before second looks. And that's probably a good idea with with anybody, really. Right. So we do second looks for free. Uh, I'm not going to joke. We're going to take care of the clients coming in the door first that are doing new ones first but we will get to the second look so we'll be glad to go over them for you and we have found quite a bit of money over the years so and it's always your choice so the deal is if we find money and you want us to amend it then there's a there's a fee and we're not going to explain to you how to go amend it and what to fix but we'll tell you if you've missed something sure and you can go back and try on your own or you can you know pay our fee to have us amend it but I still don't think there's a better deal in town. At least we can let you, give you the assurance that it's right or wrong. And the other part of that, too, is that uh, the fee is not that large. I mean, I, I've done no. this kind of stuff before, and it's like, no, I'm, it's worth it to yeah. me to have somebody else take care of it. Right. And sometimes people bring them in, and we go, like, yeah, you've done a good job. This is right. Right. And I would think, to me, why not bring it in and do that? Oh, yeah. Well, if nothing else, you found out you, you did okay. Yeah. I I it's just too complicated now yeah. in my mind you really need some on help. average we spend about 40 hours a year i hear all of everybody all the time saying oh this is just simple stuff there's nothing to it <laughs> and i'm thinking then why am i spending 40 hours a year learning all the new tax laws and and refreshing on the old ones so that i can do a good job for everybody and there's still times i go look up stuff because taxes are complicated yeah and if you don't think they are then you probably don't have a very good grasp of what all there is. I know CPAs that have, have I don't want to say trouble, but just like you said, they have to go back you to the book research. and look it up every, you know, because there's always a question no matter how well mm-hmm. you know the law. Right. I kind of feel like they must do that on purpose. Yeah. Just well, confusing the, IR, the IRS requires 18 hours and that's what between ethics and update and right. tax law. And I'd say in our office, our goal is always 40 hours. Now, you bring up something there, too, the ethics thing. You guys, as you said earlier, are held mm-hmm. to a higher standard. The yes. other part of coming to see you is then you stand up with me oh, totally. if anything's weird. Totally. Um, yeah, we're there. You don't have to go do it on your own. Yeah. We're there with you. Very good. Uh, now, you had some exciting stuff happen. Yeah. Karen Orozco, uh, Global Consumer Tax and Service Delivery at H&R Block. I visited along with uh, Christian and uh, Christopher Pierce. It came by our office and visited with us. And quite an honor to have somebody from the top of corporate H&R Block stop by our towns here in Marshall County. Yeah. You know, that's really an honor. 
So. Well, this is these are folks from the National Corporation. Yes. That is kind of. Did they just show up, or did they well, at least they, tell they, you they were coming? No, they here? told me they were coming. <laughs> I was going to say they had to tell you they were so coming. So they made so sure you, the windows were washed. Yeah, yeah. They have, you got to have yeah. some cookies and coffee then. Yeah, no, we did. didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, no, we okay. Didn't. I'm more of a fruit girl. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So that, that had to have been a, a, an exciting thing. Yeah, and we even got an award for um, having, at the beginning of the tax season, we had like 44% virtual. So, you know, the changes that have happened because of COVID, some of them are good. So now you can come in and drop something off by our office. You can come and sit down at a desk with a tax pro. You can have us create an account for you. You can create a, an account with H&R Block and you can check Plymouth or Bremen, Indiana, and you can send your stuff into us virtually. You can approve online. You can have a virtual video appointment uh, with your docs coming in. You can set it your home, and we can talk back and forth, and we can complete your return for you. So it's really service anymore, however you want it done. If somebody's coming to you, what do they need to bring to you? I mean, I'm sure by what you guys especially want to get everything at the same time so you can just dive into it. I mean, what do they need to make sure so, they have? I mean, it's always nice when everything comes at once, but it's um, with a virtual delivery, it's more common that a week before somebody comes, you'll start seeing, or a month before somebody comes, you know, I got my first W-2, all of a sudden it pops in, and it right. says, then they'll put a little note saying, more coming. Okay. And then you'll see more, and then you'll see more, <laughs> you know, and then you'll see more. And so we have the ability to let it set out there, and I sure. kind of watch for that person's appointment or when they think they'll be ready to, to work on everything. So it's always good once you get everything into us. Um and lots of times I've jump-started those, so I can start saying, I think this is what you might need yet, or I notice this might be missing. Um, but uh, And so it, I think it kind of helps people keep on track. And other people will bring in an envelope to the front of the office and say, here, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. We have people that will come in and sit down. I just can't remember what I've been doing. Can you right. go over it with it? And we yeah. sit down and we'll make you a list and, you know. So, it's again, service however you want, how much ever help you need. And there was one the other day I saw um, that came in and couldn't remember where anything was. And we took time to call each institution they had in the past. And we tracked down all their information and got it for them. That's, that's good. Um, so, and if you itemize, you got to make sure to bring receipts and stuff like that. Well, correct? we have to know what all you had there. Okay. Um, not as many people itemizing. There is a $600 contribution for married people off the front of the 1040 this year and 300 for uh, single. Uh, not as many people doing it. You have to have a, probably have to have large contributions, maybe mortgage. Uh, you got to keep in mind that like taxes and that are all capped at 10,000, which sounds like a lot till you start looking at people's real estate taxes, yeah. the state and local withholding out of their W-2s. Right. So it can happen quicker than you think. Um, now you want to give a shout out to some folks too. And looking at some of these people, this is amazing. Well, you know, I'd just like to say we have the best tax pros in the world. Yeah. And so in the Plymouth office, I'll start with Plymouth. We have Barbara Pittman. She's been there 49 years. She's like the cornerstone, the rock of our organization. That right there. is a long time. Yes. And we've got Carol Minix. She's, this is her 25th year. Wow. Um, Valerie Harris has been out there 19 years. Cindy Gardner's nine years, and Audrey Cavender has been there six years, and she teaches our tax class that too. So if you're interested in working for H&R Block in, in the future down the line, we always have a tax class. Sure. Um, usually close to that Labor Day weekend um, area. 
Then in our Bremen office, we have Lisa Scott with 30 years this year, Joanna Fox with 15 years, and Rhonda Castle with 11. And then, of course, there's me. <laughs> How long have you been there again? I've been with H&R Block 49 years. <clears throat> I'm a second-generation franchise. My mom was a franchisee. Okay. So she bought the franchise in 1969. I call out to my mom, Jean Seltnerite. And um, then I took over from her. And so I started working very, very young. I've been doing returns since 1980. Wow. But I grew up working in the office. Would catch a catch a ride down to, I would come down to La Paz and catch a, because I went to LaVille, and I uh, would catch a ride then with somebody that came over and worked at the old Copper Kettle. And they would oh, give me a ride game. over. Yeah. Uh, and then I would go home with mom in the evenings, and I'd work on Saturdays. So i been around a long time. I can't, I can't help but think, with that much experience, I mean, the Plymouth office, with that much experience, I mean, you got to, that's got to make you feel a lot better about what's, because you know every in Well, and, out. and we have some new pros who are no longer new pros. Right. And they have done excellent this year. And keep in mind, our new pros still have over 50 hours of education. So right. it's not like they don't have knowledge base behind them. And so we have um, four new tax pros this year that have completed that are going to complete the tax season with us and i'm hopeful that i'll be back yeah. and and it won't be long and we'll be saying they've been there five years yeah that that is kind of amazing now how many people do you normally need to get through the taxes it's got to be more than just a handful you know i can't even count them this year <laughs> between the front desk staff and the front desk staff is so important to us you know oh yeah uh, because without them we have to do even more and uh, there's been challenges there this year, but we've made it so far. So we're on the home stretch now. <laughs> so, I mean, that's something to keep in mind, you know, for those out there listening. If next year you're looking for a job, you know, come in and see us. You was, know? And it's never too soon to put yourself on the list. I was going to say, all I got to do is come and see you and you yep. can and set say, them up. Hey, I, I know it's too late this year, but what about next year? Can I put myself on the list to do this next year? And 50 hours, you said they have to have? Or how how so much the training? the front desk has probably, I don't know, 10, 15, but it's all okay. paid. Sure. Um, and then we work with them besides. the um, the If you want to take the tax class, it's probably close to 50 hours between in-class and book time and everything. It, I mean, there's a lot of training there. So you're not going in with not any oh, yeah. experience. Oh, yeah. And then if you get through the class and you still want more, you can always continue to take classes all through the year. So, I would say people that are just starting should feel pretty comfortable too, because if they have a question, they got people with forty nine years. That's exactly years. right. And we are, I, I definitely, I would say, in both offices, we are very much team oriented. And so, if somebody's struggling with a question that sets down that's harder, then somebody's going to be at your desk before long helping that tax right. grow out. So it's always a team effort. Now, where are your offices again so people know? So in Plymouth, we're out in the shopping plaza yeah. uh, next to AT&T, that Pilgrim Place Plaza. Um, and in Bremen, we're in the uh, shopping plaza in Bremen. We're next to the um, Bremen BP and uh, across from the Ford dealer in Bremen. And for people in Bremen, I was trying to explain to somebody the other day and they weren't getting it. And I said... <laughs> Well, you know, we have the mural on our side of our building. Oh, yeah, okay. So, you know, um, a few years back we paid for a thank you because H&R Block had been 50 years on Bremen. So um, we won a grant from Corporate Block. They helped us pay for it. 
and uh, put a mural on the side that's kind of uh, owed to Bremen. Oh, yeah. And every business that had been in business over 50 years, we tried to get them all and kind of put a little something on them all. And if you want to know what the queue is, we have the code to what all the different ones are in our office. You can come in our office and see what the different businesses are. But that's cool. Nice little mural. So I, the other day I was trying to explain to somebody, they go, now where is your office? And I finally I said, well, you know, the building with the mural on. They go, oh, yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about, yeah. you know. That's the way you give directions around yeah. here. I'm the same way. It's you on 106 told. and Liberty. Yeah. yeah. 106 yeah. and Liberty. That means nothing to me, but the mural tells <laughs> yeah. me exactly where it yeah. is. Well, uh, phone number, too, if they need to get uh, a hold The Plymouth of office is 574-936-4070. The Bremen office is 574-546-2440. Very good. Thank you for coming in again. Yeah. And uh, try to try to take a little time for yourself at this point. You know, I'm going to take a day or two off. I take one. I take one weekend a year. So this is my weekend. I'm going to go do something fun. Uh, so, but me. I've been working like 80 hours. Oh, so. I believe you. It's got to be. It's got to be overwhelming. At I times. just really need a break to go on. <laughs> Very good. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. It's and always a pleasure. Stay tuned. We got uh, news and what's your opinion? So don't go anywhere. You're listening to FM 106.1 and AM 1050, WTCA.